Well, welcome to the Empower Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and ultimately empowers you to influence people and transform cities. Enjoy the message. Uh, Once again, welcome to Celebration Sunday 2021. Uh, Can you believe it? It is like halfway through November. Uh, what a wild time. I get to this, I get to this point every year and I'm like, I think my, uh, my definition of a year needs to change because every year I say, oh, this year went so fast. It's like, no, the definition should probably just change, uh, because it, does anyone else feel like that? It just goes so quick. Yeah. But, uh, 2021, uh, has been such an incredible year. Uh, God has done so much and we want to take this opportunity just to reflect uh, celebrate and remember all the things that God has uh, done. And uh, I want to ask firstly uh, for both of you, Pastor Paul and Kate, uh, why is a day like today so important? Why is Celebration Sunday something that we even value and honor here and empower? Why, why should we be thankful? Absolutely. And I think this is an important key for our daily lives as the people of God is to have thankfulness and praise in our lives. It's so important to come to the end of the year in reflection, reflection to bring thanks to God for all the good things he has done. And I encourage us all in this season now as we lead into December as well is to take stock, take time to reflect, sit and reflect on the goodness of our God because God has moved. And as we'll share today, He's done incredible things. But I love the scripture out of Psalm 100 verse 4. It's actually one of my life scriptures. It's, you know, we enter His, His, His courts with thanksgiving in our heart. We enter His gates with praise on our lips. And, uh, and what that alludes to, what David's trying to share here is that, you know, this is a way that we can tap into the presence of God. And, you know, God's presence never leaves us, never forsakes us. When we are saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, He's always with us. But how many know our mind can wander? How many know we can get caught on the things of the world, caught on the things that are going on around us? But tapping in, and the way we tap in is to bring thanks, is to bring praise to our God, which taps us into the good things that God is doing. And, uh, and this is why we do this. This is why we're doing this now, so we can reflect on the goodness of God for this year, but also set things up for 2022 and how we're moving forward into the future as well. So good. And uh, literally just this time last year, uh, we actually changed our name. Uh, now, I won't say the old name because I have the fear that Pastor Paul will make me do 20 push-ups. I will. Um, but uh, we changed our name to Empower, uh, which is so good, which was, uh, you know, in our vision, in our uh, really our mission as a church. And uh, we did this as well because up north in Innisfail, uh, we took on the location up there where we could now be uh, two uh, two locations, one church, but two locations. And, and it was so good, but also something we introduced, uh, uh, last year at, well, literally about a year, uh, from, uh, past, in the past, there we go, words, uh, is, uh, we launched our mission, uh, statements and our mission values. And I guess this comes under our vision of influence people and transform cities of how do we actually live out this amazing vision to transform our cities. And the four things, that is our mission statement or our values, uh, know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. And uh, the first part of our mission is to know God. It starts there. That's like the beginning point. And I wanted to ask, uh, Pastor Paul, can you tell us about what this means in our journey of discipleship to Jesus here at Empower? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that for for all of us, you know, knowing that the, the under, undergirding mission statements of these four things, it's important to start with no God. 
We've got to start with know God because that is really what we're here to do, is to help people connect to Jesus Christ, encounter Jesus Christ, and begin a journey with Him, a journey of knowing God for ourselves. See, it's not just about knowing about God, sort of bouncing around God and knowing about God and having a lot of head knowledge. No, it's knowing God. There's a difference when you, have, you know, in a marriage, spend time with Kate, I do life with her, I know her. I don't just know about her, I know her. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about knowing God in an intimate relationship with Him. And so that's one part of it, even if you've been saved for 30, 40 years, longer. Um, we're still on a journey of knowing God and growing in a deepening relationship with Him. But the, the, the flip side, the other side of this as well, is actually about helping others know God. It's actually, there's a commission to us. There's a missional part of this is that I'm not just about deepening my relationship with Jesus, but I'm actually helping others connect to Jesus as well. How do I help others know God in their lives and start this journey together? And, uh, and I want to take this moment to celebrate actually something incredible, you know, of, of just evidences of seeing that happen. There's so many evidences, but here are just a couple of evidences this year of what God has done. And we have seen 92 first-time decisions for Jesus. Jesus this year. 92 people have had their lives 180 degrees turned around through the life of, of here in Empower, through our services and all that we do as a church. There's been 149 rededications this year as well of people that have recommitted their life to Jesus. And uh, that has been incredible. And, and through the journey of life groups and discipleship through Alpha, um, you know, this year we have seen 15 water baptisms this year as well. And I thank God for that. I do. That is life change. That's the beginning points of starting a journey with Jesus. And, and, and honey, I know you've got more to share on this as well. Yeah, awesome. So people knowing God is actually really important to heaven like really important. It should be really important to us. And so we have to be able to create experiences that lost people love to attend. And so to be able to do that as a church, we have to resist the gravitational pull just to create services just for ourselves. And so that's why we work really hard uh, to create services or weekend services, Empire, eKids, uh, our adult services. We work hard to make sure or ensure that they are experiences that people want to come to, that lost people want to attend, because uh, we want them to be able to experience and discover a God who loves them, a God who knows them, and a God who actually has a future for them, right? You know, and we've seen time and time again that people's lives have been changed when they've encountered God in a service. You know, we've done uh, Empower Conference this year. We've done a light conference with our teenagers this year. We've done women's nights. We do Easter and Christmas. And it's all about creating experiences that lost people love to attend so that they can come and know God. And I want to share a testimony about one of our young girls from Empire this year about what God has actually done in her life. And so her name is Maddie. And this is what she says. She says, I went to Boost, which was, is our kids' program. That's what it was called um, until last year. Uh, she says, for about four years every now and then. In grade seven at school, people were giving out roses, and I recognized a few of them from church. She's talking about the Real Heart Outreach Project that Empire does every year on Valentine's Day. And she says, I decided to come to Empire because of this and the invitation. I really enjoyed it and started coming more. There was something different about the people there. I started listening to the Word and stepping into worship more. I started reading the Bible at home too. One time we were at Empire in worship and Pastor Nick said to imagine that Jesus was walking up to you and that you were giving him your anxiety and fear. 
For someone who struggled with anxiety, I really connected with this and I imagined I did this and I felt something indescribable happen. I felt overwhelmed and felt like I could feel God's love. And you know, after this, Maddie goes on to say that she made the decision to get water baptized, that she felt that God was calling her to, uh, to use what was on her life to add value, to grow in her leadership. So she jumped on the Empire Creative team. She's jumped on our eKids team as well. And uh, she started a prayer meeting in her high school. And I'm talking about like a young teenager. So you know, good. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And so she finishes, uh, well, I'm going to finish by saying, this is what she writes. She says, looking back now at the things God has done for me, it wasn't just that one encounter. I can tell he's always moving and I continue to have encounters with him and feel his presence. This young girl, because of what happens at Empire, because of what happens in services, she came to know God and she's begun on this incredible journey that has not just changed her life now, but changed her life for eternity. So it's absolutely incredible. That is so amazing. And uh, yeah, can we just praise God? For that real-life testimony story. Uh, I think it's really simple, church. If you want to know God more, come to Friday night's Empire, the youth ministry, uh, and come and vibe with us. Vibe is a word that young people use. No, just kidding. Um, But uh, it's so good to see people knowing God. And uh, that moves us into our next mission statement uh, undergirding our vision, which is to find freedom. And Pastor Kate, uh, what does this mean to find freedom at Empower Church? Yeah, awesome. So finding freedom is the next part of uh, our journey with God. We believe that once someone comes to know God, that He actually wants to take them on a journey of finding freedom, uh, discovering their purpose, and then making a difference in the life of other people. You know, that's the reason, in fact, that we exist on this planet, is to make a difference in the life of others. And um, so when it comes to finding freedom, right, everybody has that area in their life that if it wasn't in my life, then I'm pretty sure my life would be a whole lot better, right? I've got one, you've got one, no doubt. We all have that area where we want to work with God to find freedom. And so our church wants to help people know God so that they can then go on this journey of finding freedom so that they can actually become everything and walk in everything that they're called to walk in. But the thing is, is that sometimes we can think that uh, freedom comes from just listening to a really great message. Like if we listen to enough content that we're going to find freedom. But uh, if we've learned anything over the last two years because of all the incredible content that's available online and perhaps the lack of people walking in freedom, uh, that it's just really not the case. It's not only the case. And the Bible says in James 5.16, it actually explains why. And the Bible says, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other so that you may be healed. You see, confession to God forgives you. But confession to each other and prayer for each other, that's actually what heals you and takes you on that journey of finding freedom. Finding freedom happens through process, oftentimes with the right relationships. And so at Empower Church, we do that through life groups. That's what our life groups are about. We talk about them all the time. But life groups are where people can experience community, where they can find freedom in their life and where they can grow. And this is representative of the New Testament model that we see in Acts 20. And so this year, we've seen really some incredible miracles come out of our life groups. And one particular lady springs to mind, and I just want to share a bit of her story with you. And um, her story is that a few years ago, uh, several years ago, in fact, her marriage ended. 
and it was just such a really traumatic experience for her and for everyone involved with her kids. And around the same time, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And so that actually meant that the, the profession that she trained for, she couldn't actually work in that because of what she was going through. And basically, due to the circumstances around the marriage ending, uh, her relationship with her teenage son was also broken to the point where they didn't talk anymore. He didn't want to talk with her anymore. The thing was is that this lady connected herself to a life group, a life group of women who prayed with her, who encouraged her, who walked with her, women who celebrated the setbacks, uh, not they didn't celebrate the setbacks, but they prayed through the setbacks and celebrated the triumphs. You know, they walked through the highs and the lows. But the thing is, is this lady, she also dug into prayer and, you know, uh, she dug into God and kept her faith. And she helped others just as they helped her. You know, life groups are not just about receiving, they're also about giving, right? And so what's actually happened is that after three and a half years, I heard this morning that just in the last few months that her son has remade contact with her and they've just begun this uh, gorgeous and beautiful process of restoration once again. It's absolutely incredible. The other thing is that over the last 12 months, she's actually been able to uh, regain or start working in her profession. She's walked through this time and this is just such a testimony of the healing that happens in our life group. So it's absolutely incredible. That's so good. So good. And not only of this value or this mission statement of fighting freedom is the, is the process, but we've just seen, um, we, we had an opportunity to pray for miracles and, and believe God for them. And we've seen uh, countless miracles throughout the life of Empower Church. And I'd love to share just a few of these. And, and some of these people that had been believing for years, but this year of 2021, they actually uh, received that miracle or healing that they were after. So a person uh, who was meant to go into surgery uh, had kidney stones that need to be removed, uh, a bit dangerous there, and uh, getting surgery for it. We prayed as a church, and all these stories, you'll notice, we prayed and believed God uh, for a miracle in their lives. Um, it turns out that they still happened to go through the surgery, because um, this person was like, I feel no pain after we prayed, and then the doctor still said, no, you're still going to have to get the surgery. Got the surgery, and they're like, there's nothing there anymore. They're all gone. God moved in healing this person, um, a, a family in the life of the church. And I love this story because it's kind of like, I love how humorous God is. Um, they actually had a call uh, from this, uh, the school uh, that they're paying college fees to or whatnot. And uh, they actually had a call saying, hey, have you looked at your account lately? Uh, you should probably stop paying your fees because they've all been paid for. And all the, pe- all, the, all, the pe- all the fees, there we go, that's the right word. All the fees for this family had been completely paid for by someone else. Uh, and they were saying, yeah, we can give God some praise for that. Another person at um, actually our youth conference, a light conference, uh, in the service, uh, they had a, uh, like a plate or a lot of pain from doing uh, jiu-jitsu or martial arts. He's about 15. He had this severe pain. Uh, in his hands. Uh, we prayed in this in this service at a light conference for him. And in that moment of like two, three years, pain that he'd had completely went in the service. <laughs> Crazy. Other people. Uh, oh, this is a great one about 
uh, just, just salvation, but a, a grandmother that was believing for her grandchildren and uh, her specific grandchild, uh, who is a 35-year-old mother with six kids. Uh, she was estranged from God for a long time, uh, but continue to pray as a church, as we do, believing that the lost are going to come home to Jesus. And she's made a reconnection to Jesus. Her six kids are in church to this day, what God is doing. So we can give God praise. And these are just a few things that God has been doing in our midst. So good. Hey, we're going to continue to believe for miracles, aren't we? You know, we're faith people here at Empower. We believe in the power of God to heal. And uh, I just hope this is encouraging you right now and encourages, encouraging our lives into the future, into this coming year as well, which is brilliant. Thank so you. good. But uh, moving into our third mission statement is to discover purpose. And I love this one so much because we truly believe at Empower. Everyone is called by God to a certain purpose. We all have, uh, I guess, the same foundation, to love God, to love people. We all have a specific, unique calling as well to use the gifts that God has given us and placed in our lives. And uh, Pastor Kay, can you show us what this means in our mission and how we've seen it outwork this year? Awesome. Well, the third part of our vision, like Nick said, is that we really exist to help people discover their purpose. You know, we believe everyone has a gift on their life. We believe that everyone has a grace from heaven that God actually has placed within our life and he intends to use it to make a difference in the lives of other people, right? For eternity. And we believe that everyone has something. Everyone. You may be sitting here this morning and you're like, I don't know about me. Yes, you. Everyone has something that God has placed in their life that he wants to use to make a difference for eternity. But sometimes we can kind of fall into the trap uh, that, you know, we, and we can think that maybe pastors, they're the ones that are supposed to do all the important things in a local church, right? Or, or what happens up on the platform, like that's the most important thing. But it's just really, it's simply not the case. And in fact, the Bible actually says that the role of a pastor is to train up the people for the work of the ministry, right? And uh, Romans 12 actually says it like this. It says, there's one body, but many parts, each with a special function that work together to build the body, right? And so our heart is actually to help people, everyone within our church, to be able to discover those passions, the spiritual giftings that God has placed on their lives, uh, and then really to create ways where people can use them and can grow in them. And, you know, I love it when this year, uh, seeing people who have identified that they just really like pretty things, or they like putting things together in, to make nice, warm environments. But when they've discovered that that actually is not just their personal bent, but actually is a gift from God, and they've jumped onto our details team, and then they become responsible for creating warm and inviting spaces, which actually make people comfortable, which helps people uh, let guards down and connect to God. You know, that's powerful. I think of, um, you know, some of the, some guys and girls in our church who just really love computers, right? They love technology. But when they realize uh, that it's, it's not just to be confined to their career, but in fact, God wants to use it, and they've maybe jumped on our sound team, our media team, or our production team. You know, in fact, this week, uh, one of our young adults installed a new computer into our kids' program, uh, into our kids' room. And you know, when I think about that, it's not just trivial, it's someone using their gift so that other people can encounter God. And it's incredible. And you know, I think about all the people, all you guys, all of us who have jumped on teams this year. 
you know, and one of my favorite, absolute favorite things, being a pastor, is seeing someone jump on, you know, Empire or E-Kids or a young adults team or cafe or door greeting, and the moment that their face lights up because they're serving out of their gift, oh my gosh, that is my absolute favorite thing because someone is a part of using what is in them to bring heaven to earth so that people can come and connect with God. And so we serve together and we do that together. And you guys have gifts that God has hardwired into you. Every single person does so that we can go and make a difference in this world. And you won't be happy until you do. It's the truth. And so we want to create opportunities now and into the future uh, where people can continue to identify and serve in those areas in their life. So good. And I, I want to take this moment now just to thank everybody that does serve in the life of the church. Can we put our hands together and thank you and honor you? Um, we have a, a, a Christmas party coming up for our volunteers and leaders at the end of the month. And uh, we're looking forward to just loving on you guys. And um, we want to thank you so much for all that you do in the life of the church. I want to take this moment now also to just honor our, our Empower College interns this year as well. Um, you guys are incredible. They serve so much behind the scenes uh, and they do an incredible job. But they took a step to say, I'm going to give God a year to grow and discover my purpose with Christ, grow in my theological knowledge, grow in my leadership and ministry practice. And it's just been incredible what God has done. But I want to take this moment just to honor God that in the last eight years, we have graduated 40 people from our internship, from our Power College, and they've gone on to do great things for God. Uh, there's been more that have received certificates of attainment uh, for different subjects that they've done, but full graduations, just to see people go into the marketplace, start to lead uh, in their field as well, and guys that have, have jumped on staff, and we've been able to help um, raise up youth pastors and other churches as well. It's been a great blessing, and I just love what God has done through our Empower College, and I'm looking forward to 2022 with that as well. Um, but I want to take this moment, we've got a quick video we're going to show of one of our young men in the life of the church that really has discovered his purpose, you know, in the midst of serving here in Empower as well. Let's check it out. So good. Come on, let's give it up to Orion. Everyone in a, like a younger generation's ministry knows Orion because he serves on all the teams. It's great. It's awesome. But it's so good to see what God is doing. Yes, in the macro, but also just in the life change of the individual. And uh, Orion is doing such an amazing job. But that brings us to our uh, fourth mission statement, uh, which is to make a difference. And Paul, what uh, did you want to share on what this means for us as a church? Yeah, it's great. I 
I look at this and, you know, our overall vision is to influence people to Jesus and transform cities for the kingdom of God. And, you know, the, the how-tos are through these mission statements. And I just love that make a difference really is the heartbeat that comes behind transforming cities and, uh, you know, making a difference. All of them connect with all these statements. But I just love how, you know, right now in the life of our church, we reach over 600 people a week outside the, the house of God through schools, through the university families being impacted in an incredible way. And I just love that, you know, you and I, we have been a part of making a difference in our city, in our community. And it's just been awesome to see our schools impacted, a university impacted, to see families impacted. And we're going to talk into that just in a few moments. But I love what God has done. And I just love if Nick, if you can, you know, take this moment just to share about schools and RI teaching, pancakes, Real Heart Project, uh, and, and getting back into the schools this year as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 2020 was very interesting. I don't think any person would say otherwise, but uh, to get back into our local high schools was kind of a big deal because we've been in there for so many, yeah, so many years previous uh, to 2020. But getting in this year uh, was something really, uh, a real breakthrough moment for us because it took uh, almost to the, uh, just a few months ago until uh, us getting into our Normal, uh, our normal school of Meriden. Uh, it took so long to get into them, and now, uh, safely, I can say we are in our schools again, doing pancakes again, uh, which is just so amazing because the the fight it took to get there uh, was pretty crazy. I remember a few times just. Oh, there we go. I want to say if there's anything under my uh, role description uh, for being a youth pastor, it's that. Uh, it's flipping pancakes. Uh, so you can see the team there as we've gone in um, every week serving pancakes. But I remember sometimes the spiritual fight and battle to get back into our schools was so real. Literally walking around the school, just praying for and believing for breakthrough. But uh, I'm just so glad that now as we go back in, uh, we've been in Kalanda High for uh, a little bit longer than Meriden, our other school. But we've started to see a real trajectory of young people uh, come on Friday nights from Kalanda High where they hear the gospel and really this making a difference arm of the mission uh, starts the cycle again of then teenagers can know God and they can find freedom and discover purpose. But it, it, but it starts with us making a difference as the church in this final thing. And, and we, um, yeah, we, we go into our local primary schools as well, teach the gospel to around 150 students every week. And uh, the youth interns that Paul was talking about before, um, yeah, come in with me and we kind of preach the gospel half an hour uh, to 150 students every single week. Um, and that, that, for some of them, is the only gospel that they've ever heard before. Uh, and it's so amazing that we can go in there and make a difference. And uh, finally is Real Heart, where we heard Maddie's testimony of uh, receiving a rose uh, and chocolate on Real Heart, which is our Valentine's Day outreach project. And uh, it's just so powerful to see the fruit of what God can do when we decide as a church to make a difference. So it's been so great within the life of youth. Awesome. You know, just to add to that as well, I just love the work of Red Frogs as well and what has been happening to really reach into our University of the Sunshine Coast um, and uh, really just see God move to reach young adults for Christ. Uh, they've served in festivals this year as well. And we're going to throw to the screen now, we're going to just a quick message from Justin Sason who leads our Red Frogs.
So good. so good. It's brilliant. Yeah, can we just honour our frogs and, and Pastor Nick and, the, and, and Pastor Johanna and the Empire team that go out as well. It's just been incredible. And I love, you know, that tonight we're actually praying for the schoolies team, the Red Frog schoolies team. We're going to be commissioning them as they head to schoolies next weekend, uh, you know, for that full week. And we're going to be praying for that and for them as they serve a generation, which is awesome. Thanks, honey. Awesome. Um, so Red Frogs is such a great outreach ministry, right? And, you know, we have another great outreach ministry that's actually started in the life of our church this year, and it is called Empower Assist, uh, and it's coordinated by our very excellent Liz Mansfield and Jess Woodhouse. And, you know, I just love the heart of this ministry. So what it is is that once a, a month or six weeks or so, uh, the girls come together and do a really big cook-up of meals, uh, food that they then portion out and freeze, and basically make it available so that whenever somebody calls up and has a need, that they can go and access those meals and then take them out to those people. So it's absolutely incredible. And this year, we've actually been able to help 31 families who've been struggling. So we, not only have we been able to help them with the meals, we've also been able to help with uh, grocery vouchers, with groceries, and with fuel, uh, fuel vouchers as well. Uh, Liz is absolutely incredible. She's also, um, she's over there, I'm looking at her. Uh, she's actual, actually also coordinated some pastoral care visits. She's been able to visit people in the hospital and at their home, people who haven't been able to come to us. She's been able to coordinate that. And this is just an, such an incredible resource available, which basically this year, we were just trialing it to see if this was something that we could continue into the future. And it has been incredible. And I know more and more that it's going to be something that we're um, going to be able to walk in and, you know, contribute and make a difference in our community as a church. This Christmas, they'll also be putting together some Christmas hampers to give to families in need. We've actually already been contacted by a specific organization to see if we can contribute some Christmas hampers. And so maybe you're here and you're like, you know what? I think that's my spiritual gift, to be able to help and serve in that way. Hey, um, if you want to be a part of that, let us know. Jump online, fill out the Connect card. If you want to donate to, our, to that as well, that would be awesome. Uh, just jump onto the Connect card and we'd love to hook you up with uh, Liz and Jess. So thanks, guys. Wonderful. That's so good. Can we just thank Liz and Jess, thank the team, Empower Assist. You're doing a great job. And... I just want to take this moment now to really honor everybody for your financial giving and the life of the church. Thank you. You know, you've been able to really be a part of what God has done through Empower. And, uh, you know, this year, uh, just I, I just love that our miracle offering that happened in March this year, uh, we were able to see pledge $324,525 as well that helped go toward ministries, but also toward the purchase of this building. It was actually at the same time in March that we settled in the purchase and ownership of this particular building, which has been incredible. 
incredible. And uh, if you're new to the church, in the last few months, you know, uh, we, we actually rented for a good nearly nine years in this building. And uh, we've been able to be in a strategic place to purchase it, to own it. And I just love that, you know, as we move forward into the future, and as that pledging still comes in throughout this year and into March next year, uh, we're going to be looking at, you know, paying off the mortgage, uh, putting ourselves into a position where we can get more land and buildings to be able to do more of what God has called us to do into the future. Uh, but I really know this. And when we, when we first came into this facility, God said, this will be a hub to the city. It will be a hub to the city. And I, I know now more than ever, it's, it's really coming into new days of, of, of what that means for Caloundra and the Sunshine Coast as well. And I want to thank you. You've been a part of that. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your tithing. You're, you're being a part of partnering with the Miracle Offering. And God has done incredible things. As you've heard through our ministries, but also through the ownership of the building and many other areas to see our city impacted for Jesus Christ, which has been incredible. So good. Well, it's been an amazing year. 2021 has been, uh, yeah, just incredible just to see what God does every single year. And I want to ask Pastor Paul, what, what do you see for the future? What do you see for even coming into 2022, uh, which is wild? What do you see and where do you see us stepping into? Yeah, well, every year, God, I really seek God for a word for the coming year. And uh, in times past, God's given it to me in, in like last year, he gave it to me in July for this year, and he gave me the word providence. But, you know, in other times, it's been like October, November, but it's only been, honestly, as I've been praying over the last few months and the last few weeks that God's been speaking to me about 2022, he's actually given me, me the word uh, refresh for 2022. And that's the word he's given me. And I want to show you why and why God led me uh, to this particular word. And, you know, in Acts 3, it really talks about how when Peter and John, after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, uh, were heading to the temple, uh, you know, they would go, you know, they would go and minister there in the temple and in the, in the synagogues. And as they were going, they stopped at the gate called Beautiful. And uh, there, we, the famous passage is there of the lame man that was there, where Peter says the statement, he says, silver and gold I have none, but what I give you in the name of the Lord Jesus, rise and walk. And he stands up, and he's a man that was lame his whole life, gets up and walks. It's an incredible miracle. Um, but we see here that it drew the crowds. It gathered the crowds there, you know, and, and as, as Peter was there with so many around, he began to preach the gospel. And, uh, and he makes this statement, you know, as he begins to preach on the revelation of who Jesus is as the Messiah. It says in Acts 3.19, it says, Repent and therefore, therefore be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And see, what we see here is that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was really, as they came together, there was a, a revelation of Jesus. It was a revelation of who Jesus is. How many know in our world right now, people need a revelation of the reality of Jesus Christ. They need to remember again, He is real. He did come and die at a cross. He rose from the dead. Jesus is alive and well. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And the answers to our world today is found in Jesus Christ. There is a revelation. There was a revelation then. There is a revelation now. And that revelation leads to repentance. It leads to repentance of people coming before God and surrendering their lives to Jesus Christ. And you know, that is, yes, for the lost coming and getting saved before Christ, but it's also for the saved. 
It's also for the saved, opening up their hearts and saying, Lord, I, maybe there's things I need to repent of, things I need to come and be humble before you, Lord, and, and surrender my life again before you in a heart and posture of humility and repentance before God. There then is an outpouring and refreshing of the Holy Spirit. And I really see that this is needed now in our season. But as we come into this next year, God wants to pour out refreshing of His Spirit right across the body of Christ right across the church, across the house of God. But He wants that refreshing to impact our city, to impact our world around us and our nation as well. And I want you to be encouraged today. This is what God wants to do. He has a plan in this current time. He has a plan in this season to see more saved than ever before in our seasons past, to see more disciples, more water baptisms, more impact on our cities, more than ever before. And it's going to come through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So as as we sing that this morning, you know, coming alive in Christ, Lord, pour out your spirit again, send revival. We don't just sing it because it's a nice song. We sing it as a declaration today. Do you believe that, church? And so that is the word God's given us for 2022, the word refresh. And I want to pray into that now. Can we just partner with that in the spirit today? Lord, I just thank you, Lord, as we enter into 2022. I thank you for that revelation of Jesus Christ, that you are the answer for the world today. Lord, I thank you that leads to repentance, leads to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I know that you have revival for this nation. I know that you have an outpouring of miracles, Lord, of salvations, Lord, of the move of your Spirit for families and and for lives in this house and right across our city, right across our state of Queensland and our nation of Australia. And I thank you that you will refresh, Lord God. Pour out your spirit again. Pour out your spirit across this nation again. And Lord, we thank you for that today. And we thank you for that over Empower, over our city, over families, over people's lives, the refreshing of the Holy Spirit. We claim that today in Jesus' name. And everyone says... Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks, Wonderful. Dave. Well, can we just thank Pastor Paul and Kate sharing their heart, celebrating today. Thank you so, so much. And uh, we're just so excited about what God has done this year in power. And we're so excited about what God is stepping into. And we pray that that would stir to you. And maybe you're looking at, you know, your life at the moment, or maybe you're looking into next year, like, you know what? That sounds great. I want to be on board with what God is doing. And we couldn't not encourage it enough to say, hey, why don't you come on this journey with us? Uh, the church is not just a few people making it happen. It's all of us getting on board and saying, yes, I will go where God is calling me. And we have a clear pathway where you can connect with us and be a part of the life of Empower. And you can go to our Connect card. There's a QR code on the back of the seat in front of you, uh, you can connect with us. Or maybe you just want to talk to a friend or a Dream Team member. We would love to connect with you in whatever way uh, possible for you to come on board what God is doing. Because guess what? Our best days are in front of us, church, and we're going to what God has for us. Come on, let's give Him praise right now for all He's done and all He's doing. Thank you, Jesus. And in this moment, church, if I could ask that every eye be closed in this place, just out of honor for the question I want to ask you today, and this is for everyone in this place, we've been talking about all the things that God is doing in the life of Empowered Church. And we believe as a church, our first mission is that all people on this earth and all people in our city should first know God.
And today, maybe you've come with a friend. Maybe you've come by yourself. Maybe you've been coming for a few weeks, but you don't know if you know God. I want to let you know today, friend, is the perfect opportunity for you to say yes to knowing God. Not just to know the things about God. Maybe you know lots of things about God, but there's a difference about knowing about God and truly having a personal relationship with God. He loves you. He actually died for you, the Bible says, and He rose again from the grave for you. And for everyone in this building tonight and all those online, I want to ask you, do you want to make a decision to start following Jesus and knowing Him today? And if you do, would you be so bold just to raise your hand? Because I want to pray for you and I want to pray with you starting this amazing journey of knowing Jesus. As I look across the room, all those online right now, there is a link that you can just press right now to say, I want to make this decision. Would you do that right now? He loves you. Man, He's only got the best for you. The greatest days ahead are in Him, friend. Would you make this decision today? As I look across the room one more time, just raise your hand if that's you. Amazing. Well, we're going to pray this prayer together for those people saying, uh, giving their lives to Jesus today. And if that's you and you're making this decision, would you, would you mean this with all your heart today as if Jesus was standing right in front of you? Let's pray this together, church. Dear Lord, Today, I make a decision to follow you. I believe, God, that my purpose is in you. Today, I believe that you died for me, that you rose again for me, and that I am born again in you. In Jesus' name, amen. 